should I say should I say where I, should I say this is in your head or what? Oh, what's a good title for a spooky show? Without your head. Without your head, alright. <laughs> Without your head. There all right. Yeah. Alright, give me the countdown. Foam fires burning bright. Pumpkin faces in the night. I remember Halloween dead cats hanging from poles. Little dead around in droves. I remember Halloween. Rounded vertigo, with skeleton life is known. I remember Halloween this day, anything goes. Everybody's hanging from poles. I remember Halloween. Travis von Fortunato. And we are uh, without your head. As we yes. always are. Right. Now, later on in the evening, we're going to have an interview with uh, Judah Friedlander. Mm-hmm. He's uh, the beer guy from The Feast, among many other films. Why American Splendor being my favorite. Now, The Feast, it has to be like one of the horror films that I've seen that's been made recently that I, I've actually enjoyed. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was a big fan of it. I liked it pretty well. I thought it was pretty awesome. Now, y- y- you're normally a fan of just, like, stuff that's just, like, really, um, really, like, uh, silly or, like, disgusting or just, like, uh, lowbrow. <laughs> I am? <laughs> normally. Like, I, I've known you for quite a while now, Neil, and I normally, I normally, I've, I've made this act assumption. And you said like when you're watching Feast, you gotta you gotta watch out for this part. Uh, you you'll know the part that I'm talking about. I'm like okay okay I'll I'll be watching out for this part. And then I so I'm watching the movie and like uh, I hate to give it away, but like okay if if you haven't seen this movie and 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 you don't want to know what happens in it, you need to like mute it for a second. Spoiler alert! Yeah, spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. But like the the big creature's balls get stuck in the door, <laughs> and I was like, "That's the part Neil was talking about." No, no, no. See, we were talking one time uh, off the air, off the record, and I always said, like, I always say that in horror movies, when the person gets in the car to take off and the car doesn't start, 
I mean, mm. it'll even be like a brand new car. And, like, the car won't start. It's like, well, this never happens. It's silly. <laughs> I was like, and then I was like, that's a know, board. That ain't, there's no way that would happen. <laughs> and then we were talking about, like, whether oh, you could run it. They, in uh, in uh, Friday 13th Part 3, that should make sense because they have the guys take the gas out earlier in the show. Mm. And it would be pretty cool, like, if they just, someone just jumped in the car and took off, and that was the end of the movie. Now, now Friday Thirteenth Part Two, they had a VW that wouldn't start, and there, there's just no way fine German machinery will never fail. Right. I mean, American cars, maybe, but the Germans have got it popping a lot. And so, so in the movie, there's this scene, and another, another spoiler. They, they go through all the stuff to get in the car, and she's gonna pull up, and everybody's gonna jump in, and they're gonna ride the safety. And so mm-hmm. she gets in the car, and sh- and it starts, and everybody's like, yeah, yeah. And then she just rides off. And you never see her again. I just thought that was awesome. If somebody, they just got in the car, they didn't bother to go save them. It started, and they just drove off. They drove off to safety by themselves. That, that's a good scene, but, but John seems better, though. <laughs> yeah, well, you see, you guys are saying that. I, I'm the guy who likes the lowbrow stuff. My favorite movie is uh, the Godfather films. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so what are you saying? Are you Slender? Are you are you, are you like a horror fan? A it horror host like, that I, doesn't I, even I, like horror movies? I, I love Friday Thirteenth Part Three because of its <laughs> its uh its outstanding you know moral values and mm. what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> outstanding moral values in your favorite movies, The Godfather. Well, I think cause, I think there are moral <laughs> values in The Godfather because they live by a code. <laughs> That's true. There's family values. <laughs> At least it's just not senseless murdering. You're right. He kills his own brother in part two because his brother goes and gets a code. He doesn't look at that, Troy. No, yeah. I ne- I've never I'm seen Jason kill his own brother. I know. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man, Troy. Watch out. No, I wake up the side like a horse's head. My favorite horror movie is probably... I was always a big fan of the Creep Show. We... we you can go back to on uh, withoutyourhead.com and you can check out all our fa- our top ten favorite horror movies. But I don't only watch horror movies. I watch all movies that are good. The oh movie can be good for different reasons. You watch all movies that are good and horror movies. King of the cheap heat. Gold Ghost saying in our chat in our chat and Feast is awesome. It is. It's a really good movie. I, oh I yeah, I love it. Uh, check it out. I love the Feast. It's like better than Real Genius. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> <laughs> the Feast is better than Real Genius. <laughs> I think they used that in the uh, ad mark. Really? Yeah, I'm amazed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyhow, here we're going to have a fantastic show tonight for everybody. A fantastic show. Yeah. There's, a, there's an old movie, Back in the Vaults, and the Without Your Head Vaults that we want to talk about tonight. Mm-hmm. One of the favorites of Angels, I believe. It's not, like, exactly, like, one of my favorites, but it's, like, it's it's something that we both watched recently, and mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, it, it, it deserves an honorable mention, and that is Motel Hell. Yes. Yeah. It's not so much your favorite as it is one you can remember what happens with therein. Mm. It was um when I was a kid, I always I always got that confused with uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I used to look at the Fangoria magazines, the famous monster magazines, yeah. and I would see the uh, the the famous picture of of um of uh 
Look, farmer, farmer, uh, what's his name? Farmer, farmer Vincent. Yeah, where he's wearing he's wearing the cow head. Mm-hmm. He's got the chainsaw, and I and when I head? yeah, pig head, pig head, exactly, not cow head. And uh, and uh, as a kid, I thought that was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I could see where you could get it confused because the storylines are very similar. But like mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like an uncivilized family doing it, and then like the Motel Hell is like sort of a civilized way of doing right. it. Right. Mm. So we went and down Motel to Curtis Mathis. To uh, rent videos, because that's the only place you can rent videos. <laughs> I had a Curtis Mathis. What happened <laughs> to Mr. Curtis? I don't know. Mr. Mathis, I'm sorry. And I was like, I told my mom, I was probably like, I was a little kid, seven or eight years old, and I was like, I want to see Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's got the guy with the pig head. And uh, we rented it, and there was no guy with the pig head. Well, maybe that's why you always had a beef against Texas I think Chainsaw it was. Massacre. I think it is. I think it is. If they had a pig-headed guy, you'd like it. Yeah, yeah, because I was a little kid, and I was expecting to see the pig-headed guy w- with the chainsaw. No, I didn't get it. You might know a little bit more about this fleet. I mean, Troy. <laughs> I'm awful. I'm sorry. But Rory, Rory Calhoun, he was he was like a kind of a famous Western star, wasn't he? Yeah, yep. He, he was in like a million movies back mm-hmm. in the day. And the, this was like one of his movies that was like kind of close to the end of his career, so... I don't know. I wonder how he took to that, you know? I, he looked like he enjoyed it. I mean, he looked like he was having yeah. a good <laughs> Like the scene, the scene where she's like, I know the secret, and like uh, they're trying to... And uh, he like punches the fat girl in the stomach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his sister. His sister, yeah. And she's always hungry. Like, every time they're doing <laughs> oh, something, yeah. she's always like, I, I, I'm going to go get something to eat. <laughs> and she puts like whipped cream on the on like a drumstick, on a chicken drumstick. <laughs> Oh man! I I should have seen this movie more recently because, like, I haven't seen this movie in like in decades. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Andrew and I watched it recently. Yeah, (laughs) we're 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 playing unfair here. Yeah. Oh okay. Late at night, Andrew and I get together and watch horror movies. (laughs) It's going to be impossible for us to call us by our our, like real names or now. Right. Yeah, well, it's just a nickname I call when we're under the covers watching the horror (laughs) play. No, it's not. What's up? Hey. <laughs> John and I are a big fan of uh, the movie. <laughs> I don't Who care else if you call movie. You know, there was uh, a couple things I thought I didn't uh, Wolfman Jack. Wolfman Jack, who used to live here in uh, Cape Cod. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. You know, know if that. he was still alive, we'd probably get him on the show. He's That's uh, an excuse. My, uh, my uncle works for the uh, highway department. He used to come and he'd come into the uh, highway department a couple times looking for stuff. Looking for him to pave the road. I don't know though. exactly what he's looking for, but he came in and maybe get like salt. Tony did to yours. Salt's big around here. You're going to put salt because the, uh, the, you know, it's all snow. Oh, man, you got to get Wolfman Jack some salt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's some salt. <laughs> the only part I thought was a little dated, besides, like, you know, the swinger part. Was um, when he's putting up the uh, like these weird lights, and, like they're getting mesmerized by him. <laughs> and he's like oh, really? going into the outer space. They have the crazy like disco ball going. Yeah, it was like yeah. These weird lights. That was now the wrestling movie to me. If he gave him like LSD before the scene, right? It's it's with the people in the ground. You know, they they were oh, like, yeah, kid- right. they'd yeah. kidnap these people and dig like post holes in the ground, and then they. They drop them into these holes and then bury them and then cut out their uh, their like uh, voice box so they can't speak. 
So they could, like, you know, kill him and, like, you know... They made, like, hissing sounds, didn't they? Yeah. It's kind of like that. And, uh, yeah, that was kind of a dated part. They should have, like, yeah. I could have done without that, but... Mm-hmm. Was Chuck Connors in that movie, too? No. Well, he wasn't in there. I don't believe so. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> Anyhow. That's an actual little film. Maybe you can get our DVD. Yeah. I have the VHS, the old school. I'm not sure if it's actually out on DVD at the moment. It, I think I might have saw it, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look for it. Now. I'm surprised that's a movie they haven't remade. <laughs> Don't give them any ideas. I'm sure it's well, well in the work. Ideas every week, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone here in the chat room earlier brought up a remake. I guess it's coming out is uh, Black Christmas. Oh really? Mm-hmm. You seen the ads for it? The ads look pretty good. No. Is that a remake or is it just a new movie? Uh, Black Christmas. Yeah, it's actually. Uh, I've seen the original. It's, it's it was a pretty good film. I think it's kind of like. Uh, I can't remember. I don't know if it's like because I've never seen When a Stranger Calls, but I'm not sure which yeah, one was. Right. Yeah, I'm not sure which like one. What? It is. It's kind of like that one. Yeah, I'm not. Which one was first? Do you know? Probably When a Stranger Calls. I would guess. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it's kind of like you know the, the somebody keeps calling everybody and all that stuff. But it was a pretty good film for you know. You should probably check that one out. I mean. I guess it's cool to remake it if it looks good. So, yeah, maybe we could try to watch it and uh, discuss it on the next show. I don't, I don't have like a uh, like uh, a big qualm with like remakes. It's like bad remakes, right? Or I understand totally. Or if it doesn't have anything to do with the first one and they call it a remake. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yep. If they or, just feel the name. Yeah, or if it's a fairly new movie. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm pretty sure that was released in like 75, somewhere around there. Yeah, I'd say early 70s. Yeah. yeah. Like probably around the time, what was it, Silent Night, Deadly Night or something? Yeah, I think that <laughs> became like kind of a fad, having the killer Santa Clauses. Yeah. And of course, you know, there's uh, the famous um, episode of um, Tales from the Crypt. Mm-hmm. That one's still better than any of them, I think. Yeah, that's a really good one. It's well, a really good episode. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Really, it's one of the first three episodes. Really? Of the original three. Did Zemeckis direct it? I'm not sure, but it's got, uh, you know, the guy from Dr. Giggles. <laughs> the guy who played Dr. Giggles? Yeah, he plays the killer Santa Claus. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but they also have that one in the old, um, I don't know if it's a Hammer movie, but I know it's British, in the old uh, Tales from the Crypt movie. Mm-hmm. It's one of the... Uh, one of the episodes in that. That's, that's probably like, I don't know, 70, 172. Have you guys ever seen that one? Mm. Well, you know what we have, though? We have a heavy breather uh, f- uh, phone call here. Ooh. Oh. Hey, what's up? Hey, man, how's it going? I'm Norn Rad. Yeah. How's it going? It's going all right. What's on your head? walking without your head. What's on your mind? Welcome. Uh, not much. Just listening to you guys talk about some Old movies. Yeah. Are you a fan of Motel Hell? I've never seen it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think you gotta check it out. Yeah, you gotta check that movie out. I have seen that British uh, Tales from the Crypt movie, though. (laughs) You did see that one, the old British one? Yeah, I saw that one. That one is, uh, 
I thought that one was kind of creepy. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good, yeah. I, I, I was uh, kind of a mark for those kind of movies where they have the short stories. Mm-hmm. 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 Did we Right around that time, another British one, and I, I remember because... Uh, was it Asylum? I'm not sure. I, I remember that one, too. Yeah, it was written by, like, the uh, the guy who wrote uh, Psycho. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was a pretty awesome movie, oh, from man. what I remember. And it's, a, it's like, breaking into, like, three stories or four stories. I can't remember, so... Well, was that the one where, where Terry Thomas, his wife, um... Harry Thomas is, is this incredible neatnik, and everything has to be in its place. And she just can't take it anymore. So at the end of, of the one story, um, she kills him. She like beats him to death with a hammer and then cuts him to pieces and puts all his body parts into different jars in the basement. <laughs> and so everything's all neat and in its place. It was really clever, I thought. I think uh, it sounds familiar, but it's been a long time since I've seen the film, so... Yeah, I'm bl- I think I'm blending movies together. <laughs> the other one that I was thinking about that came out, I think, just after Tales from the Crypt, and it had um, Roddy McDowell, and I think he, I, I think he creates some kind of golem, like a big wooden golem, and it goes around like killing people for a while. I think that, that might was it in color? Uh, it might. Yeah. It might be Asylum. It might be. I'm not sure though. Hmm. If uh, someone's out there calling in, uh, we can't take any more co- phone calls right now. Try again in uh, five or ten minutes. Hmm. So someone else is like trying to call. Old, the old horror one. Norm? Uh, well, from all the ones they've been remaking lately, one of my favorites that they remade was... Uh, one of my favorite originals is the original uh, Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great one. I I like that one because uh, any movie, most horror movies, creep out my wife because she doesn't watch any of them. <laughs> but anything that involves uh, the endangerment of a child, she <laughs> and she really doesn't like. Oh, it freaks her out. Yeah. So I really love that movie. <laughs> and uh, if I want to, if I really want to creep her out, I'll just say that one line from the movie. When uh, Morris gets inside the family trailer and he looks at the he looks at her and the baby and he says, "You fat baby, fat, fat and juicy," <laughs> and she just makes her skin crawl. <laughs> oh, so you have ulterior motives, though. <laughs> I love that. That's where uh, we should do that sometime on the show, though. Uh, to- our top ten like favorite lines from horror movies and make a good episode. Oh, that would be a good one. We'd have to think that one through. Though. Oh yeah, we kind of like uh, <laughs> takes all kinds of critters to make Farmer Vincent's vittles. Fritters. Oh, that, that's a great. Yep, yep. That's uh, something I'll always remember from that one. Yeah, your meat is meat, and men's gotta eat. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll swallow your soul. I'll swallow your soul. Swallow this. <laughs> I like uh, the secrets in the meat. Don't skimp on the meat. <laughs> Why you come from? <laughs> Look what your brother did to the door. What did you think of the remake of uh, of The Hills Have Eyes? I haven't watched it. Oh. I don't usually watch remakes. How about the sequel, Hills Have Eyes 2? I didn't watch that. Oh, my God, dude. That one is awful. <laughs> Wes Craven directed it. Have uh-huh. you seen it, Philly? I mean, no, Troy. No, no. 
I didn't know it existed. Oh, dude, it is. Oh. <laughs> I knew it existed, but I haven't watched it. Yeah, not worth a watch there. You're, you're better off skipping that one. <laughs> wow. Is, is anyone in it from the first one? Yeah. Yeah, the, uh... Oh, so, yeah. Michael Berryman's in yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Pluto. Mm-hmm. It's, it's actually, um... I don't know if you have Showtime stuff. It's, it's uh... To make its runs on uh, one of those channels uh, this week. I think it's on Showtime on every night. Wow. Cinemax, one of those. What year did they make it? I think it came out. Let's see. It was in the, I could grab I think it. Was the early eighties. Yeah, early eighties, somewhere around there. No, well, I, I think it was before Nightmare, though. I think. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was before Nightmare on Elm Street. Wow. Wasn't very good. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen like the original one for a long time. No, neither have I. It's been a little while, but I've, I've seen it like within a year or so. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind the remake, though. The remake, I, I didn't hate it as mm-hmm. much as some people. Yeah, I, I heard. Had it yeah, I heard it was pretty good. I, I, I just haven't like gone out of my way to see it yet. But yeah. Yeah. they're making a sequel to that. The oh, remake? Really? Yeah, they're making a sequel wow. to the remake. Hmm. I believe it was directed by the same guy that did uh, High Tension or whatever, mm-hmm. the French film. I uh, I went against Hitcher's um, uh, Law of the Show, but Hills Have Eyes Part Two is made in 1985. 85? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That was the same year Nightmare on Elm Street was released, I think. So mm-hmm. It must oh, have been somewhere around there. I don't know. I think it was, or maybe maybe Nightmare was like 83. Look up Nightmare. That long ago? I think it was 84. Okay, okay, yeah. Wow. Makes me feel old. (laughs) I wasn't born then. (laughs) Yeah, I was born, but I wasn't, like, smart enough to comprehend. (coughs) I like all the, like, homosexual overtones in the part two of Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 if you watch that film there's just some like great stuff like where he gets locked into this other guy's room and he's like oh no Freddy's coming out (laughs) 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 and it's some great it's some great watching after you know that it used to not be one of my favorite sequels but now it is (laughs) I never noticed the gay stuff oh you gotta watch it again dude when I saw it, I, when I think of it, though, I do remember like uh, the part where like the the gym teacher has him in the shower, yeah, and he's like berating him or whatever, and he's like naked, <laughs> and they're like some uh, some ropes tie him up and drag him into the shower, and then like he starts spanking him with a towel. Yeah, no. I barely remember that. Yeah, no, I just remember not liking it. I remember that. That's yeah. the one where it opens up with like the bus scene. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, just one of memory. The only really fun part of that movie is uh, Freddy going crazy at the uh, pool party. Oh yeah, he's like, he's like, calm down, man. We'll help you. That we'll one, he's you. actually out Don't of other dreams, so right? He comes out. Of, he like rips out of the kid's skin or something. Yeah, and he's, like, yeah. And everybody up at the party. Oh, mm-hmm. that's and nice. actually, like the 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 um, the blades, they come out of his fingers. I think that's supposed to like symbolize that you know. Th- he's coming out of the kid, you know, in a way. Oh, mm. it's like the rebirth of Freddy. Yeah, know. yeah. You know, it's kind of funny that, like, when a series first starts up and they're like, they're kind of unsure of like how to make like a sequel to them, and then they kind of like start out with like something like that, you know. 
Yeah, they try to do something different, and then a lot of the other sequels are pretty much just the same thing. Over yeah, and over. yeah. The only Nightmare sequel that I, like, genuinely enjoy as much as the original is probably Dream Warriors. That number three? Yeah, uh, Dream Warriors is good. Yeah, I think it's three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's part three. No, wait a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember part three being uh, the best sequel. Was it in 3D? No. Oh, uh, uh, fr- what is it? Freddy's Dead is in Freddy Vision. No, is it? Yeah. Is that the one with Roseanne and Tom Arnold? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw that one at the theater. Out of all the people you can remember from that movie, you remember Roseanne and Tom Arnold? <laughs> and Alice Cooper. What about Johnny Depp? He was Johnny Depp was in Freddy's Yeah, he was billed as Oprah No Namo on the credits. <laughs> oh, wow. he's, he, he's the dude who, who's like, uh, this is your brain, and oh, this yeah. is your brain on drugs. And then Freddie hits him with the pan, and he says, hey, it looks like a b- bunch of frying pan and eggs to me. <laughs> hey, Spence, let's trip out. The, uh, <laughs> the original uh, Roseanne show is a great show. <laughs> <laughs> I, do re- I do remember when they did like some horror shows. Like, for Halloween, and, like, they had, like, this real cool effect where Dan, like, dressed up as Jason or something like that. And, like, it, it had, like, this light effect, like, it's coming through the, uh... I thought it was pretty cool, but, like... Goodman was Jason? Right. Yeah, yeah was something like that. You know, like a knockoff where they want to get sued, you know? Right. All right, from Fortunato. You know nothing about horror movies, but when it comes to Roseanne, you can hang. This is your big break. <laughs> Roseanne's a great show. That's one of my top. It's uh, probably my top three. <laughs> Halloween episodes of television shows, though, are the ones that are like the most unrealistic uh, in a series. Right. It's like, like you take a show like Roseanne. It's about a bunch of like poor people, and then they have like they just these, totally go all out. Yeah. They have Halloween. Yeah. It's like they've got four-hour makeup jobs on and shit. <laughs> Didn't like yeah. uh, did the <laughs> Bell do like a Halloween edition? They, they, they probably did everything to try and stay afloat at the end. But I remember, like, yeah, because, like, they always said how it was, like, a big deal in the, in the Connor house. And, like, they even, the one episode, they make, like, a whole, uh, whole, like, nightmare house, whatever. A whole haunted house deal with, like, for the trick-or-treaters to walk through. I was talking about this with my brother, though. It's like they don't, like, make, like, series like that anymore, like, where you can watch it, and it's, like, has, like, you know, they're all just so silly anymore nowadays. Oh, yeah, that's a very realistic show. Yeah, I mean, it can be real, and then it can be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Home Improvement had a lot of Halloween episodes like that show, too. Yeah. I loved Home Improvement. That was a good show. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, Travis, I'm worried about you, boy. Yeah. I hated... I hated... Well, I kind of... It got better. It was better towards the end when the kids got old enough to the point where they could understand that acting involved, you know, silly. Well, I think that's definitely the worst. Is, uh, yeah, the later went on. It's definitely the worst. Again. More power. Al was Al was pretty rocking though. <laughs> <laughs> he was rocking. I remember that's they thought. I don't think so, kid. Tim. I remember they thought all those kids are going to be like big stars, especially like that middle kid. <laughs> The middle yeah. one was definitely the best actor. He can actually act when he was like, when it started. But the two awful. But the older he got, the more effeminate he. Oh he, yeah. It, it apparently became that he was like kind of a sis. No. <laughs> no. Simpson's voice in the Lion King is that the one, or is that the youngest kid? Mm, I'm not really sure. No. He's like no. something, something. He had like three names, something. Zachary yeah. Thomas. Zachary Taylor Thomas. Taylor. 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 That's it. Uh, the one at WrestleMania. Yeah, right. 
No, I remember this. I gotta tell this story. I gotta tell this story. Now, I remember I was going into, like, this classroom back in high school and stuff, and this mm-hmm. teacher actually took the poster that that kid was in. It was, like, the, the, the outdoors picture that he was in. And, like, she wanted to make, like, this positive poster. So she, like, cut out all the letters, and then she put on the bottom of it, Reading. <laughs> So she made, like, this makeshift poster or something he never endorsed in the first place. I'm sure he hates reading. Awesome. <laughs> it's his biggest weakness. Zachary Taylor Thomas says, reading is cool. <laughs> it's Jonathan It's Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Zachary Ty Bryan. Oh, oh my God, Travis. <laughs> You're scaring me now. He's got the poster on his wall right now. Have you watched any of his theatrical releases? Oh, Has he no. been in any horror flicks? Are any of them hooked on crystal meth like Kibbly, Kenny <laughs> Gibbler, the, the kid from Full House? She was like, she was like hooked on some like crystal meth for a while. Exactly Gibbler. Ty Bryan, who played the older one, was in this really awful wrestling movie. Well, that, that is a shock, because mm. uh, most wrestling movies are great. <laughs> But this was this. I I honestly haven't seen it, but I've read this really, really in-depth, like move-by-move review of the movie. It's awful. Uh, Back to Full House for a second. (laughs) 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 Christmas episode of Full House is one of the few like. I mean, I always cut them slack on those like uh, holiday episodes because they're they're all fake. But Full House always. I thought they went way too far when they had the Christmas tree in the living room and it went up to like the second floor. They had like a 30 foot tall Christmas tree. That pissed me off. Yeah, because you'd have to cut down a tree. Was it a it's real a, tree? Yeah, and they live in San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, you're killing, you're killing a, like an old tree. Like cutting down a redwood and putting it up in your room. And it, and it was like, it was as big as like the Rockefeller Center tree. It just pissed me off. Usually the Christmas episodes are much more memorable than the Halloween one. Yeah, I think probably by far the best show for Christmas episodes would be uh, South Park. Hmm. I don't know. I like uh, Christmas in uh, Hazard County. It's pretty good. <laughs> we we got to take this back. <laughs> we really need to take this show back. <laughs> Talking about South Park, it really, I mean, does a Halloween show stick out anymore on that show, considering like, every week they've got Cartman killing people and turning them into chili? Well, I think, I think, uh, I think they're... Christmas shows probably stand out more than all their other shows. The I don't even remember any I mean, Christmas ones offhand. Oh yeah, this is, uh, oh, Mr. Hanky and stuff. Okay. They, they always, they, they, yeah, they always talk about on all their uh, commentaries that they always have to go all out for the Christmas ones because they have so much to live up to. I only remember two of the Halloween episodes. I always see reruns of the one with corn and the one with the zombies. Hmm. So, uh, oh yeah, the zombie one was a good one. I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a pretty good episode. For Kenkai doesn't doesn't yeah, yeah. doesn't <laughs> Chef like turn into like uh, Michael Jackson type of zombie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got the thriller jacket. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some questions here. Want to go over a few questions here on the board? Yeah, we can go over those. You guys uh, talk while I pull them up. Okay, yeah, the, the chef, he's dressed up like Michael Jackson. <laughs> <That> <laughs> Just let everybody stuff. know, if you've got any core questions, uh, 
to email them to uh, withoutyourhead at hotmail.com or check out the message board and post them there. And we'll try to read them on the show. Excellent. That's good advice. The uh, Simpsons have good Halloween episodes. Yeah, they always have the well, some of the best. I think. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Troy <laughs> and Neil they hate the Simpsons, but yeah, Treehouse of Horrors. Mm. I think that is probably like one of the classic uh, Halloween episodes you could ever see. I mean, they they, they spoof like Egg and Edgar Allan Poe and stuff. Like with this, the, uh, it's just some great stuff. I think you really need to give it a chance. There's some really good questions here that I think we could actually make a whole show out of, like most overrated and underrated horror films. But we can do like our top ten for those. But uh, here's one. What classic Dungeons and Dragons monster would make a good modern day horror flick? And that's by uh, the Gibbering Mouth. No, oh, man, I, I can't even answer that one. <laughs> the Beholder. Oh, oh man. The Beholder is right there <laughs> in the scroll. Oh, my God. Travis. <laughs> excellent, excellent, Travis. You made me happy. <laughs> the Gibbering Mouth would make a pretty good one. See, the Beholder, though, would be awesome because you're talking about like a, a 10 foot spear with one giant eye and like stalks with other eyes on its head. Right. And, and then I don't know what it looks like, I just know the name. It's uh, right there in his avatar. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty ferocious looking thing. Right. Yeah, I don't play that. I tried to play it once at a friend's house and then I was just like, can we go outside? <laughs> <laughs> I was a big D&D fan back in the day. I haven't played it for 10 or 12 years. But. I'm, I'm going to go, um, I, I think, um, the Bugbear would be. Like Bugbear would be pretty good stuff, pretty yeah. Monster. Or an Owlbear. Mm-hmm. You can't really do like a Roper, because they could move. Yeah, that would be, you know, you'd have to lure something into a cave, and then the Roper looks like, is it a stalagmite that's going from the bottom up? I think so, and there's a stalactite. Yeah. So the rope is like a big stalagmite, but then it's alive and it has tentacles, but you'd have to get kind of close to it. Uh-huh. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I, this, this, I always like the oozes. You get, uh, you get a gelatinous cube. Oh, no, that would be sweet. Mm-hmm. Black did pudding. Did you ever see that bad uh, made-for-TV movie about the kids who kill their parents playing D&D? Oh, oh yeah, that, that's that, actually that. got a huge star in it, though. It's got, um, what's his name? Oh, um... Tom Hanks. Yeah, Tom Hanks in that. That's how the DVD, know. I think but they the made D&D. two movies like that then, because I saw one without Tom Hanks. <laughs> He's real young, though. <laughs> no, I mean, this one is like from the early 90s. It was like on Lifetime. Oh, oh all right. Oh, this was an older one. Yeah, this was like uh, Monsters and Mazes. Mazes and, Mon- yeah, and yeah. Monsters. Hmm. That's a terrible movie. Is that the one that's based on the college kid that disappeared for a minute? Yeah. 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 Yeah, this uh, one is based on a murder case of a couple of teenagers robbing a house, robbing their parents' house and killing them in their sleep. And see, I, I, put, I played D&D and, and watched horror movies and wrestling and stuff since I was like six, and I've never killed anybody. Yeah. Didn't that guy just run away from home, and everybody at the college just decided that he disappeared off into the underground chambers and died? <laughs> pretty much, it was yeah, it was pretty much like that. Plus, when we played D and D, I actually didn't, uh, we didn't like travel into uh, into caverns or anything like that. No, it, well, the, so they found the, that guy, huh? Like the real life role play is always kind of bizarre to me, where you're throwing a bean bag and it represents a fireball and stuff. That, <laughs> right. that I don't really understand. Yeah, my downstairs neighbor does that. Really? 
Yeah, they fight with real swords and shit on their yeah. front lawn. <laughs> I don't know if I like that. That's the crew I want to hang out with. <laughs> yeah, because they yell at each other like, "If you're dead, you gotta lay there till the battle's over." And like, if you, if you like, if you puss out and get up, it's like you're out of the game. I remember oh, Troy, <laughs> Troy back in the day used to have uh, used to do the uh, do battles up in the state forest where you guys would make shields and swords and maces. Oh, yeah. yeah, we had we had huge games over there. Yeah, and you'd actually know. put like you'd paint your own like. Uh, your own, like, uh, symbol on your shield. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a big part of it. Well, you see, that's why, like, the Campbell Street gang, we, our technology was way better than that of uh, of the neighboring kids. Uh-huh. Because we'd have, like, huge pieces of wood, and we'd, like, you know, strap, like, uh, leather straps onto it for our shields, and they'd show up with, like, trash can lids. For their shields, and after you beat the shit out of a trash can lid for a while, you know, you're, you're going to do a number on their knuckles and stuff, so we had an advantage over them then. Yeah. There's no, like, fatalities. Mm, not that I can talk about. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right, we'll go to the next question. Uh, Kurt Cobain asks, what's scarier, my wife Courtney Love or zombies? Mm. Courtney Love is not a zombie? Skankier or scarier? Strange that somebody that's now a zombie can ask that. Or white right. food. <laughs> yeah. No, I think she is kind of like a living zombie. Uh, now, old Haas's question here, too, I think we'll uh, save. Uh, we could probably do a whole show about that. Our favorite science fiction horror programs. V. Oh, okay. Mm. Don't know how I can't. I, I don't remember anything about it, but I know that I was head over heels in love with V as a kid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was the great one. Yeah, the, I like the uh, not really the show, but I like the uh, like the miniseries. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it was the miniseries. I'm not sure. I don't remember. It was a with long Mark time Singer, ago. I I the Beastmaster. Right. Yeah. It's also got Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's a good question from Brogue. If you were given the chance, what what would your horror movie be like? Who would be the killer? Why would they be killing you? So basically, you're out wide for a horror movie. Okay, here's one. It's the disgruntled third host of an internet wrestling show who's pissed off that he's always ignored and never invited on without your head. It's kind of, it's a fantasy piece. I know that much. So it'd be uh, Jack. <laughs> be a killer. Sure, sure, because nobody ever thanks you for the show. Nobody ever thanks you. No, not, if, <laughs> not if you listen to the show this evening. No. But uh, what about you and uh, John? <laughs> I'm in John. That's <laughs> good, <laughs> dude. You, you don't have to keep up the name. I mean, like, I just don't want to like get some dude on the phone and be like, "Oh, my name's One Inch." One is Johnny. <laughs> no, I'm definitely not nor- using that one, Norrin. I'm about to tell him to hang up on Norrin for that one. <laughs> I get enough from this guy. Now you got to start on me. Uh, let's see. What would I do? I, 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 I thought of something the other day, and I can't remember. Wait, did you write a script once? It was about, like, Bigfoot? Yeah, I did, actually. I think you talked about that on, on the original episode of it in your head. Did I? Did I really? I believe so. I don't think I did. I, I remember like posting on it about on a message board about it. 
I think it's like, I don't know, I think Bigfoot could be like a really scary kind of creature if they would like pull it off, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. I think they, they could go into the, the, what, the forest, assuming that he's just some animal. Mm-hmm. He turns out to be some sicko psychophant that just murders everybody, hunts them down. That could work. Well, I, I, I always think it's better if like, there's a little bit of humanity in your killer. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's a creature, so, like, he's just... Well, he, people he are invading... Yeah, there'd have to be some intelligence in him for him to be a psychopath, so... Yeah. Well, I don't think really say... I think maybe, you know, you could you could make an environmentalist thing, because, like, people could be moving into his uh, territory. And so he's got to defend his own territory. That's why he's killing everybody. You know, because <laughs> they, they keep spreading, uh... Well, you guys have a good the houses. Yeah, I think so. Or like, it'd be like a remake of Harry and the Hendersons. I think like <laughs> just the, the the best part of the movie would be like just Bigfoot just like pushing a guy down, then stomping on his head and smashing it. <laughs> Curb stomp. Kind of like the the cutscenes from the original King Kong. Yeah. Have you ever seen like the uh, the when they put it out with with the scenes that they cut out? No. And, like he's like stomping on the uh, the natives and eating them. Mm-hmm. There's, there's also and then they, on the new one on the new DVD where they've got like a lot of old stuff that they hasn't been seen since like the 30s and like there's a whole scene where he's like basically like uh, taking off uh, the girl's clothes and like smelling his his fingers and they cut <laughs> they cut that out it's like that's pretty weird that that was in like in like the 36 version whatever. yeah that's pretty strange well if I'd say Ray I think I might do a little of that you know Back in the day. <laughs> I think in my movie, though, I'd have a killer dwarf. I'd want a dwarf. <laughs> like a sinful dwarf? What's that? Like a sinful dwarf? Um, dwarf? <laughs> that, that one's for Rick Rude's mustache. I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a mark for lions and tigers, so I'd probably work them in there somewhere. Well, that'd be cool, too. This is story on... Uh, killer circus, but... Yeah. There's a story Kevin Smith's, uh, like, even with Kevin Smith, where he's talking about writing the script for the new Superman, and, like, uh, and, like, the producer, whatever, is, like, telling him to, like, well, you gotta oh, put a giant in. spider. No, yeah, it's yeah. a giant spider, but also the polar bears in, like, the, uh, in the, it, guarding the Fortress of Solitude. Ah, oh, It's just pretty awesome. Story. Polar bears are killers! <laughs> so you think Kevin Smith will have the, uh, ability to pull that one out of the, uh, shitter? No, because I think uh, they went with somebody else, and that that no, new Superman was pretty bad. bad. Crappy one they made. Yeah, I hated that movie. Yeah, I, I've been invi- advised not to check it out, so I'm not right. going to. Yeah, well, I think we talked before that I I, w- I really want a horror movie where a guy just smashes people instead of using a blade. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, I, I think that one on our poll, the uh, yeah. I um, think we. I want a guy with a giant meat tenderizer. Yeah. And he's a chef. And I think it'd be good stuff. No, the chef would work, man. Uh huh. Be like Iron Chef Cannibal. That would work. Yeah. <laughs> I, that, that's what I want. I, I really want to see it. Not a slasher film, but a guy just bashing people's brains. In. A smasher. What? A smasher. Like a guy who's got like an advanced form of brass knuckles that kind of covers his whole hand, like a suit of armor for his hand. No, no, just, just a big, no, just a big, big weapon and just smashes their skulls. I want a guy with a spear on his head that jumps into people. <laughs> <laughs> the headbutting killer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he has to have somebody pull him out. 
<laughs> Don't make you can find the killer dwarf. No, like, if he has like if he has like springs in his shoes, he could like jump really hard and like go right what, through somebody. What if there's oh, like a what if there's a giant guy and he's got he's got like his buddy or his uh, his former like Siamese twin is a dwarf and he can just throw him at people. Well, hmm. no, I was thinking we could combine if we do the whole like horror circus thing. The horror circus, I like that. Animal. I mean, the human cannonball. I got cannibals on this. Right. Yeah. And, and so we combine John's thing, and then, you know, we have Travis's thing and my thing. We got the dwarf, we got the lions and tigers. Right. You guys, I think we got a movie there. And we yeah. got the strong man who can bash people. All right, all right. That sounds good. Let's write the script. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's make Are some you? pay dirt, baby. Are you listening? Buy some shares. Just a thousand dollars. Are you listening, Huey Bowles? <laughs> Alrighty, what do you think? What do you think? Adam Green. Ah, can we sell you? Can we sell you. The, hey. the My father was killed in the Mike Mendez. horror circus. <laughs> All right, guys. Just have a have a song like the or what was their song? There's something. They had a few songs. A psycho circus. That was their song. Ah. Because McFarlane made the toys, remember those? Oh, yeah. Does he still make toys? Yeah, McFarlane kills with the toys, man. Yeah, he's got he pretty nice be. stuff, but I don't know if... I don't always see him on clearance. I, I don't. I think he just kind of makes them for his own amusement. <laughs> he might. He's I don't know like, if there's like a big uh, market for a lot of toys he makes. Well, the ones that are in the store have already been sold to the company, so... I know, but I mean, they just keep putting them out. The dragons are real nice. Did you see the line of dragons? No. Yeah, well, that definitely, uh, I think, revolutionized uh, action figures. I think he pretty much uh, put um, starring lineups out of business with his uh, sports figures. Oh, hell yeah. But well, at the same no time, comparison. I think, yeah, I think at the same time, he kind of, uh, all those kind of figures where they're more like, they're almost like a little statue. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're really... Uh, I think it's more aimed towards adults. I don't think really kids buy them because you don't think you'd really even play with them. Does anybody play with a little? Does anyone collect bobbleheads anymore? Oh please! I've got Cheech and Chong bobbleheads. Did you? <laughs> I got them from my mother for Christmas. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, we should put out some uh, without your head bobbleheads. I want to get the Dwight Schrute bobblehead from the office. I could get some, do some like repaints on them or something, you know. We'll make the uh, the limited edition editions. Yeah. Right. I wanted to do that with the uh, horror clicks too. Make like a without your head thing with that. Oh yeah, that would work. All right, guys, um, we're going to go to the uh, interview with uh, Judah Judah Friedlander. That I could be somebody It looks like I was wrong I thought that I could make my mark But I'm afraid I've waited much too long now Where is my American splendor In a world that's cloudy and gray Will I keep passing by me day by day Told me I should grin and bear it 
whenever life gets rough They told me I should sit in silence But now I guess I've had enough And where is my American splendor In a world that's cloudy and gray Well, life keeps passing by me day by day I'm no hero, just a guy Who was born to live, suffer and die I'm a man, just like you But I'll shout at the top of my voice Till my point gets through I thought that life was one long struggle Looks like I was right I know I'll never win this war, but I won't give up without a fight. And where is my American splendor in a world that's cloudy and gray? Well, life keeps passing by me day by day. Where is my American splendor? 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 All right, we're back. Welcome to Without Your Head, and we're joined by Judah Friedlander. Who is the beer guy from uh, The Feast, among many other films? Welcome to uh, Without Your Head. Thanks, man. Good to good to hear you guys. Yeah, we finally got you on the show. Yeah, man. Very cool. Yeah. Well, let's get right into the interview. Uh, were you a horror fan before uh, doing The Feast? Yes. Yes, I was, and I am. Yeah. So it was. Uh, oh, you still it was, are. It was, a, it was a yeah, yeah. It was it was it was a big thrill to do because I'd always wanted to uh, do one. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was fun to finally do it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, how did you get the role? Did they come to you, or was it something that you uh, pursued? No, I'll tell you, no one submitted me for it. Uh, I do stand-up comedy, and uh, this guy, uh, Mike Riccadonna, who used to book a club in New York, um, the club was having a showcase for uh, Miramax. Um, it was a couple years ago, and, uh, and basically the club was just putting on the uh, the comics that were represented by the owner of the comedy club, which I was not, mm-hmm. but this guy wanted it to be a good show, so he so he put me on. So I went on at the end of the showcase. Uh, it went great, and uh, this woman, uh, Katrina Wolf, who does casting for uh, well Miramax, what's now the Weinstein Company, um, she was there. She loved the set. And I said, hey, look, you know, if you got any projects coming up, you know, let me know. I'd love to be considered for them or audition for them or whatever. And she was like, well, you know, there actually might be this one. And then, uh, uh, you know, Feast, and she sent me, uh, she said it was a new Project Greenlight movie. Mm-hmm. Then she said, yeah, it's for this character, uh, Beer Guy. And I figured since it was the character's name was Beer Guy, it was just going to be like a little <laughs> two-line thing or right. something like that. And I got the script. And I got the script, and I don't even think I read it the first week. So I'm like, oh, great, you know. I was hoping it was something bigger. And then I picked it up, and I was like, oh, shit, this is a big part. And uh, I thought the script was really good, and I thought it was really funny. Mm-hmm. And 
And then, like, a week or two later, they just called me up and offered it to me. So that was it. I didn't have to audition or anything. I kind of lucked out on it. How much of the beer guy was, like, uh, written, and how much of it was, like, ad-libbed by you? Uh, you know, I, I'd say it was mostly written on maybe, I can't remember, I think maybe 30% was made up. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long yeah, did it, it was a mix. Yeah. How long did it take uh, to get the makeup on? Uh, it took quite a while, and uh, I couldn't give you an exact time, because it would always happen at, like, 5 in the morning, and I was barely awake. <laughs> right. But, uh, it, it would take a long time, and... Uh, yeah, actually, I mean, not, not too long. I mean, it, you know, cause there weren't that many actual, uh, you know, like latex prosthetics they had to apply. Um, or some stuff for the eye when the eye was gouged out. Right. But, uh, you know, probably eye. like an hour. Probably about an hour or two. I don't mm-hmm. know. But that it needed, it needed maintenance throughout the day, you know. Because I yeah. was just, I was just pretty much, you know, soaking wet, you know, all day, you know. Did you enjoy, uh, wearing the makeup and especially seeing yourself loved afterwards? It, loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Was that your first time you ever covered with maggots? First time with maggots, yes, sir. <laughs> and it was my idea to, because I wanted the maggots, you know, coming on my head when, you know, being on my head when we were doing the, uh, when it was, I was trying to get my head washed and stuff, but it was my idea to get them in my mouth and, uh, and up my nose and, <laughs> you know, stuff. Because I, I, I figured, you know, with this movie, the grosser things are, one, the, uh, more gross it would be, and I think the funnier it would be too. Right. The idea was, you know, the more my character uh, gets uh, obliterated, the better. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, you said they were your idea. Did you go out and uh, find them yourself, or were they surprised? No, no, no. The maggots were in the script, but it was my idea to actually put them in my nose oh, okay. and in my mouth. All right. <laughs> yeah, they they weren't asking me to do that. I volunteered that. Was oh. it a fun cast to work with? Yeah, it was great. It was great, man. Uh, yeah, Jenny Wade, uh, Balthazar Getty, Rollins, Clue, you know, it was great. Everyone was really cool. Do you think it's hard to get kind of a comedy horror movie right? Sometimes I guess you can put too much comedy in it. You know, I, I think it's hard to get either one right. And, yeah, comedy horror, I think that's hard, too, yeah. I think any kind of movie to make it good, I, I think it's difficult. I really do. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think I think some people... I, th- I think with any genre, they a lot of people get kind of lazy and they think it's not that hard. But it really takes everyone from the crew, from you know the lowest level person up to the highest, to be ex- to be really given it their all. You know, like mm-hmm. one little one little departure mess enough can really mess up a whole movie. Uh, what are some What were some of your favorite horror movies uh, before you went into the feast? Oh, that I that I like. You mean? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think the best horror movies are kind of B-movies. Um, <laughs> I, I think, you know, as by, by a B-movie, I mean maybe not a Hollywood mainstream movie and not the biggest budget and right. not the biggest stars. Like the it stuff. doesn't mean that it's a bad movie. Yeah. Uh, so the stuff is, that, that's a good horror comedy, actually. Yeah, uh, I'm a big fan of the stuff. Uh, I, I like a lot of Larry Cohen stuff. Um, uh, the Stepfather, I think, is a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a movie from uh, the early 70s called Let's Scare Jessica to Death. It, it doesn't really have any gore in it, but it's a really great, creepy, kind of scary movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I like all the 80s uh, and 70s David Cronenberg movies. Oh, okay. Um, pretty much all, you know, Scanners, Videodrome, mm-hmm. uh Dead Ringers, The Fly, the I, I like all those. Yeah, The Brood, yeah, all yeah. those, yeah. 
I've heard that you wanted to make your own movie someday. Uh, was there any ideas of what you'd like to make? Yeah, I, dude, I, I have a bunch of movies I want to make. Uh, I definitely want to, you know, make comedies and, you know, some more mainstream than others. And I, I don't want to do a lot of weird stuff, too, you know. I want to do some of those, you know, like funny, no-budget, you know, blood and tits, you know, horror movies, you know, <laughs> right. horror comedies. Yeah. I definitely want to do some of those. Yeah. I have an idea for one of those I'm working on. And it'll be women's. Uh, I like. I like. Ex- I really like exploitation movies. I uh-huh. think there's something about them uh, that I I just really like. I've always liked. Uh, one of our fans, Evan, he wanted to know if you had any advice for an upstart comedian. Yeah, uh, what, is he on the phone or the, you know He's where, on a wherever you're board. at? Yeah, he's on a message board. Yeah, wherever you're at, man. I don't know where he lives, but wherever you're at, in California. He's in, well, in California, man. There's tons of places. Yeah. Almost every comedy club has an open mic, or there's some bar that has an open mic night. Just, you know. He's 14. Write out. Doesn't matter. Do it. Uh, you can certainly start writing jokes and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, just keep writing and try to perform as much as you can. You know, there's plenty of places you can get up. Some clubs even have, you know, like, you know, kids' nights where they can do comedy. Yeah. I actually think he does that. Yeah, but 14 is not too young to start. It really isn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would be the best way to uh, handle uh, Heckler? Uh, Heckler, you know, I always try to, you know, diffuse the situation. And uh, certainly being funnier than the Heckler always helps. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, you can't lose your cool, man. You know what I mean? You can't lose your cool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and you can't let them dictate. You can't let the Heckler dictate. Uh, where things are going, you got to dictate it. You yeah, know? that one was for us. You, yeah. If they heckle you with a question, you don't have to answer it, man. You can just slam the person immediately. Because if you answer their question, then they're kind of taking charge. Right. So you're in um, have you, you been you off? Can't, you can't give the heckler any respect. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, you can't give an opening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you been offered any other horror movie roles? You know, I just got offered a little role in Cabin Fever 2. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah Cabin Fever 2. So, you know, nothing solidified yet. Hopefully it'll happen. Yeah. Uh, I would love to do more horror movies. Uh, it seems to me like Hollywood in general doesn't really understand horror movies. Like, mm-hmm. they understand that they, they make money, mm-hmm. but then they just kind of cast them like any other movie where they just try to get the youngest and best-looking people to be in them. Right. Instead of people that actually, like, specialize in that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think they kind of you know, lack they, a little pop- realism if they have too many good-looking people. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like, you know, you know, they kind of have drama and comedy as specialties, even though they mess those up all the time. But horror, they just really have no idea. And, and there's so many horror movies made, I think, where the actors don't know the horror genre at all. And to me, that's probably going to hurt the movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to ask you a question about American Splendor because it's one of my favorite movies. Sure. Um, were you a fan of uh, Harvey P. Carr and, and the comic book before you did the movie? You know, I don't think I knew about Harvey P. Carr before doing the movie. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, when I first got the audition, you know, I, I did tons of research and um, I became fans of everything. And, uh, you know, through doing the movie and everything. But I did not know about him beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, did, um,. After you read him, who was your favorite artist that uh, drew him? 
For me, it'd definitely be Crumb. You know, I I can't remember. I mean, I love Crumb stuff, and I can't uh. remember all the other guys' names. Uh, I mean, I know Gary Dumb stuff, but I, I don't know. And there's another guy, and I'm forgetting his name, but that uh, whose stuff I like. But uh, yeah, I love all the Crumb stuff. I mean, I love that guy's stuff. Yeah, I was wondering, were you uh, worried at all that it's Kobe? It definitely seems the most perverted and twisted, and I I kind <laughs> of always like stuff like that. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I was wondering if you were worried at all that Toby might think you were trying to make fun of him uh, during your impression of him. Uh, yeah, you know that 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 did cross the mind. What crossed my mind more was not getting it right. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I met Toby the night before we started filming. Uh, super nice guy. We got along immediately, and there was never that was really never an issue because he knew I wasn't trying to do that, and I knew that too, and. I was just trying. He he was he was flattered about the mm-hmm. whole thing. You know, uh, I still keep in touch with Toby. He's a good guy. Oh, cool. I know his favorite uh, was pina colada for the uh, jelly bellies. Would that be your favorite? Yeah, thing? Those are those are pretty damn good. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of a buttered yeah. popcorn man myself. Yeah, I can't even remember which one would be my favorite, but that that one is pretty good. Anything kind of sweet and tart, I like. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there I don't any care really care for chocolate jelly beans. No, I'm not really. No. no. Let's, let's keep it the general jelly bean type flavors, you know? Yeah. You know, I might have to be going here. All right. Well, is um, uh, anything, any well, upcoming sure. appearances want to tell yeah, me you know about? Yeah, i got to get going. Yeah, I got Well, my website, you can always check it out. All right, and, check out uh, judahfreedlander.com. judahfreedlander.com. And uh, Chapter 27 is going to be at Sundance this year. And I did a movie, a dark comedy called, um, oh, what's it called? The Darwin Awards. Mm-hmm. That's going to be out uh, next year. And you can see me every Thursday night at 9.30 on NBC on uh, 30 Rock. TV. All right, cool. And maybe you can uh, restock the nude photos before Christmas. Yes, I'm going to have some new photos. Soon. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks awesome. for joining us. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thank you.